Hey, yo, what's up? Welcome everybody to All Talk No Chaser once again. This is going to be our last episode for this year. So this we can call this season one. This is the last episode in season one and of 2023. So um, before we begin, I just want to say thank you to all the supporters that we've had thus far. And um after this episode until 2024. But until then, um, you already know who I got online with me. The one, the only, Sammy motherfucking C. Sammy, say what's up to the people. What's up? I'm here, ready. I hope you're ready for me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they get, they stay ready, they ain't got to get ready. I'm just saying. I mean, you know. I mean, that is how we do in the Bay. <laughs> I mean, so Sam, what's been going on this past week? You know, if anything, you know, you want to mention you know, that's been happening the last week or two. Yeah, so. <laughs> of the year you attended, I was like, any parties of the year have you attended? So tell by Julia's not so subtle hints, okay? <laughs> we already, <laughs> I will talk about the events of Julia, babe. The okay? events of the year. <laughs> the <laughs> events, you. okay? All right. If you wasn't there, you were square. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> oh my god! It it was a really good event. It was Julia's birthday, of course. Yes, forty here I am. Yes. Oh my god! The queen is finally in the club. Okay. Yes. Forty uh, <laughs> so. and fine, honey. Forty and fine. <laughs> you um, know. We were there. It was great, you guys. Oh my god! So Julia had this band. What's their name? Uh, Baycoin Beats. Baycoin okay, beats. Baycoin beats is everything. Okay, yes. they they really are. When I tell you, it wasn't just about the singer. I mean, I, who was it on bass? Honey, uh, this white boy had me rethinking guitar. Race, it was okay. A, <laughs> I had to go up and run up to him and fan him off and remind him it was my day because I felt like he was trying to show off like it was his day. <laughs> he was it. I'm telling you guys, they were so good. Like, uh, I, I I really did enjoy them. Okay. And, okay, so just so y'all know a little something about me. I am not like Julia. I am not a picture person, okay? I don't like pictures. Mm-hmm. I could do without them. Now, mm-hmm. mind you, I like taking pictures of other people. I just don't like being in them. But Julie had this, I don't know where she got it from, where they did like one of the 360s. Look, yes. your girl thought she was on the red carpet. You yes, know she did. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna post some of these pictures for you guys on All Talk No Chaser page, just so y'all in, so you guys can see who the band was, just so y'all can get a sense of the type of time that we had on uh yes. on last and, and Saturday. You guys, just so you know, it, it, it was a very upscale event, so I don't want people thinking, oh my God, what was they out there doing? No, it was very upscale. It was really nice. Love, yeah, it was. It was really, <laughs> really good. Uh, um, Look, y'all, we had so much time. I think even the servers had a time, honey, because they was back there <laughs> dancing and grooving, okay? It, it was really nice. Was having a time. It was, it, was, it was perfect, especially for me because I don't like 750 million people so for me it was the perfect amount of people that showed it up was, who was supposed it to be was. there was meant to be there and yes. it was really good yes thank you sam i mean it i've been planning this literally since june july of this year and i you don't know how many times i've been going back and forth like oh i don't want to do this i want to do this and i started looking at the dollar signs and i was like oh i really don't want to do this and then i was like <laughs> you know what excuse me guys you only turn 40 once and then on top of that I went to a lot of um uh what you call it, the celebration of lives 
ceremonies just these, these past couple of years, me and a lot of my friends and my family, we done had a lot of losses for with, you know, just a friends and family period. And I was just like, in my mind, I'm like, this isn't just a celebration for me. This is a celebration for all my family and friends because of the losses that we experienced these past couple of years. And when I tell you we had a time, we had a time. Thank you to Baycoin Beats. They were our uh, live a live band. Um, they also do other events and stuff like that just w- within the community. And I said, pretty soon they're going to be worldwide because they are that damn good. Thank you to DJ Cal Calvin. Thank you so much for, you know, keeping us lit the rest of the evening. Like you was off the chain. Uh, thank you to Shadow Lakes in Brentwood where I had the event at, I mean, just the, the, the coordinator, the lady there was so understanding. I mean, she was just, whatever you need, I got you. And just the event space period was beautiful. And like I said, it's in Brentwood on a golf course. It was just gorgeous. Um, Even though the weather wasn't what I would have liked it to have been, um, it's the people still showed up and showed out. I mean, and I just, I'm so, so, so appreciative. Thank you to the photographer. I mean, he really, oh my God, I want to make sure I get his name. I want to say his name is, oh, I'm scared to say, cause I don't want to butcher his name. You know what guys, um, um, uh, 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 accuse my accuse my mind, not my heart. I, I'm gonna post his information on All Talk No Chaser as well um, site, so you guys can see. Because I don't want to butcher. I want I want you guys to have the right information. Because when I tell you that man came in, first of all, let's just talk about how he was Gucci down to his head, from his head to his socks. Okay, Gucci uh, down. <laughs> Literally, I mean, but very, very, very professional, extremely professional. I mean, and he had the photo booth and he did single pictures and recorded. This man did his job and then some, he went over and beyond. He did things that I didn't even request. And I thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I will be posting his information on All Talk No Chasers uh, 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 page. Also, I also want to thank, I believe it's Bay Area uh, Party Events. Who had the 360? Um, I'm going to be posting her information on All Talk No Chaser as well. Um, oh my God, let's not forget Beverly Berries, who did my custom made candy apples and chocolate dipped Oreo cookies. I mean, they were beautiful. I will be posting those also with her information on All Talk No Chaser. Um, And let's not forget how I was beat for the God, honey. I'm still putting ice on my face from Royal Whip, who beat my face like it was nobody's business, honey. And I will (laughs) be her information on uh, my page as well. But you guys, it was definitely, definitely an event. I was so overwhelmed with the amount of love that was shown to me just by simply, I tell my friends and family all the time, I said, just you showing up is enough. I don't need gifts. I don't need cards. Just you being there and showing up and celebrating with me is more than enough. So with people and just coming to celebrate with me on top of some of the gifts, well, all of the gifts that I got in cards, when I tell you I got home and was literally crying like a baby, like just overwhelmed with the love and just support that I received from you guys. I mean, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I don't think I can express enough how much seeing all you guys' beautiful faces. It was people there who I ain't seen in years. I'm going to shout them out. Joe, thank you for coming with your, with your girl. Like I ain't seen him in years. Um, 
who else? I mean, my my family that flew out. I had family that flew out from Denver, family that flew out from New York, uh, family that flew out from Oklahoma. Unfortunately, she came out from Oklahoma and got food poisoning and couldn't actually come to the event. So to my cousin Tiffany, she flew her and her family. Seven, okay, from Oklahoma and couldn't make it because she had ended up getting food poisoning. So I just want to give a special shout out to her. Like, thank you so much. I love you. But, you know, just, you know, just trying to to be there and make it. But even though I seen her the next day, but still like, thank you so much for just putting out the effort. My cousin, uh, Chris, who came from Denver, I love you. Thank you so much. My cousin, Candace, who came from New York, I love you. Thank you so much. And then there's my mom and there's my stepmom, also my mom and my dad who came. And it's really not their thing, but they came and had a good time, took pictures with everybody. So Guys, I'm overwhelmed with the love and support that I received for my 40th birthday. I ain't doing nothing like this again until 50. And if then, okay, but uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. So let's move on because I could talk about my party all day. You guys know I'm long-winded. But can we get into um, Puffy, P. Diddy, Love or Mr. Love or... He, Whatever you, know, you want to be this week. Yes. He doing a lot of loving. He doing a lot of. I'm not to minimize these women's um, situations. So please, I'm not. I'm not taking it as a joke. Um, but man, I don't know if it's loving. I mean, let me take it back. No, let me take that. Let me take that. Let me not say that because sometimes, a lot of times, people do things because they out of love and they don't know how to love people. So let me not even say that. It could very well be that he really do love these people so let me not say that i don't know what um hey say that i don't know about that sammy c you don't people who you genuinely love you don't what he's being accused of to me in no way shape or form does that sound what it sounds to me is power what it sounds to me is money i mean you know what's funny is that and I'm about to take it back. I don't know if you guys remember Superhead, um, her book that came out years ago. Yes, um, yes, yes. I yes, read it. Yes, yes. I forget mm-hmm. the name of it. Yeah, but I, I read it. Too, but I know exactly what you're talking about. She spoke about a lot of this stuff in her book. That's why a lot of these celebrities didn't want her to come out with that book. But well, she spoke. Let, 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 let's talk about. It. Let's really be real honest. In the hood for years, we've kind of spoke on the fact of things we felt about Diddy, but it's only been, you know, mm-hmm. in the hood we so speak of it. Mm-hmm. We have literally sp- spoken for years. We thought Diddy moved in funny ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we we thought his actions was real. real yes, like, ma'am. Mm, I don't know what's getting All up in the videos. Right. Dancing all up in the videos. <laughs> Yo, I mean. You know what I'm saying? We joke about what Suge said that night, but we kind of was like, mm, is he mm-hmm. wrong? Like, mm-hmm. It was always giving that. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is that for years, people have said rumors of many different things. Actually, not trying to be funny, not just about Diddy, but of many people that are up there. And you know what I mean? And it's just been I like... Mean, yeah. Russell Simmons, it, or okay, this is name a few. Russell right, Simmons, right, right. R. Kelly. Uh, What's that white guy who was the producer? Wines and 
Berger, whatever the hell his name is. I'm saying it wrong, guys. Forgive yeah, me. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah uh, for years. Yeah, you know, like, and then I think even Guy is now being uh, implicated. Okay, first of all, uh, not actually, Guy, I'm sorry, that's the I group. Just, name, uh, but... No, no, no. He was in the group. He was in the group. Um, yeah. Aaron Hall is who you There you go. Up. Yes. That's I was who, actually yes. going to say this actually, the news about Aaron Hall is very old. Mm. He's actually, this is not the first time. This is not his first allegations. Oh, um, multiple times actually women and matter of fact I want to say one of his baby's mother, uh, mothers have actually told and I remember oh god what what was that name of that magazine Up Magazine is that what, you, what it used to be called like back in the source or whatever one of yeah. the magazines she was in there and she actually had told about the fact of she said that he's a beater like that he mm. beats women he would beat her up consistently and People shoved off her story because they labeled her as a gold digger. And this is just a lot. So a lot of times, a lot of times women's stories get shoved off because of the fact of when women start to ask for compensation, they'd be like, oh, she's a gold digger. But if well, she you know, that's what they did to Cassie. They were doing when I, she first I, I came know. out with this stuff. This they were saying they like, oh, this do. is just about money. This ain't that has nothing to do with her, you know, wanting justice for what he did. She just strictly want money. And that's what they do to women, period. That's why a lot of women don't like to come forward. Forward, exactly. To say like, no, so-and-so did this to me. One, because they got a lot of power, they got a lot of money, and they just don't want their names to continue to be dragged in the ground on top of what they have to endure from these people with quote-unquote power. So, Not to mention the fact of, let's just be quite honest, Diddy is very well known in the music game, right? Mm-hmm. So, technically speaking, if these allegations are true, how was she supposed to be able to get a job doing what she does, which yes. is in the music industry, right. knowing he has a very controlling hand in the music industry? What else was she supposed to do other than ask for money so she could keep surviving? Yeah. When you like, can, I don't, when you can publicly humiliate people on TV and tell these this talented group of grown men, oh, walk across the Brooklyn Bridge and get me a cheesecake. Thank you. And then come back. That was suggestive to who he was right then exactly, and there. Exactly. I think everybody in that moment was like, okay, or is he trying to bring them up as recording artists or he's just trying to flex because I didn't understand the whole purpose of that. I forget the name of the show. I know you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, Making a band. Yep. There you go. Making a band. Thank you. Yeah. So, I mean, that just goes to show right there. Like, like I'm flexing on y'all because I can. This is when, you know, because I can do that. Yeah. I mean, and I don't mean to be rude. It's also been plenty, plenty of Diddy's artists that have walked away because they were like, I just don't want to do it with him no more. Hold on. Can we, Mace, does, what is the real story for Mace leaving? Hello? It, was it just so he can preach? I don't... Mm. It's not just Mace. It was... Uh, what's the one... What's the one... Uh, Wasn't Craig Mack? Is that his name? Oh, uh, yep. The Craig one that Mack. died. And he, was, he ended up being in a cult. Oh, my God. Craig Mack died? Yes, he died. And he was... Oh, my God. Was, yeah, what in his last years... He, I forgot what? what year he had passed away, and um, he died. And he was involved in a cult. It was like a Christian type like cult that he ended up getting involved in, and what? many people said it had to do 
with the, and they related it to Diddy because of the fact they said he was so possessive that he just wanted to get out and get, suck into anything else that wasn't that. So he died March 12, 2018. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they, they said he was a part of like some cult. I, re I remember it. I was sitting there thinking like, oh my God. Cause I, and I remember the reason why I was so shook by it is because at the same time, y'all, y'all don't laugh at me. I was sitting over there watching all these documentaries on Scientology. And I was saying, how do these people get sucked into this stuff? And then I saw his and I said, oh my God, I said, anybody can get sucked in. Like it was, it was like, so that's what I'm saying. Like, so it doesn't matter about your background and stuff, but when stuff happens to you, that's traumatic. That's how people get, end up getting sucked into this type of stuff. And so I literally feel like there has been evidence of it. Long time evidence of people saying different things. I want to say, what's that one girl from Danny D. Kane? She said it too. Aubrey. Yeah. She was, mm -hmm. she was very vocal about it. And, and everybody like dismissed her because they was like, oh, she a crazy white girl. What's she talking about next? Like people did a lot of dismissing of many artists that came up in Diddy's camp that kept saying, hey, he does our stuff. Um, Who else was it? Jada Kiss actually, when they was, when they was under him, they was like, they moved away because they said we didn't, they didn't like the way he was moving mm. when he was putting out music as far as in regards to Biggie, because they said he was putting out music that Biggie said he never wanted released. Really? And so they was like, and they said he, and they, they made it very clear that, you know, he, he was just, they said, because they said that, and what they said was various other reasons. <laughs> we no longer wanted to work with Diddy because we felt like, you know, he wasn't doing things as far as musically that they would like. But sometimes, every, every once in a while, whenever I hear somebody and they say various other reasons, I'll be like, what's that? Right, exactly. Name those various other reasons. <laughs> you know, Russell Simmons, Russell Simmons gave a statement, I want to say like a couple of days ago. And, and this is just me kind of playing devil's advocate. And I just want to know what your thoughts is about this because it did. Again, this is not me minimizing any of these women's um, statements and or what they um, been through with these men. But he said outward, he said, you know, I didn't have plenty of threesomes, foursomes, fivesomes, even sixsomes. This is Russell Simmons. He said, um, and um, he said, I'm pretty sure a lot of women walked out feeling like, man, I shouldn't have done this or man, I'm embarrassed. He said, but it was all consensual. He said, but then as time goes on, I guess, you know, sometimes I guess what can happen is that woman can get more and more embarrassed by it and think like, oh, why did I do that? And then all of a sudden now it's an allegation when initially like you was all down for it. We was all up in there having a good time. And yeah, you know, we kicked you out. And he said this outright. He said, I was mean. And ruthless to, uh, this, again, Russell Simmons, I was mean and ruthless to a lot of women. He goes, but he was like, could I have been a better man? Yes. He said, but did I just, you know, throw myself on someone? No. Did I um, not have consensual 
sex with any women that was, you know, that wasn't consensual? He's like, no. He said, now, was I rude? Was it an asshole? Was I a young man with money and well, a little bit of power and felt I can have any woman I wanted out there, which I kind of did? Yes. And he said, and I did do any woman I wanted to. He said, but that doesn't mean that I was taking advantage of these women. These women, you know, after the fact, I feel they get embarrassed or they feel away. And then all of a sudden now I want to accuse you that I didn't want to do it. You made me do it. And it becomes that type of situation. What do you think about that? Um, um, what I think is, I think he is accurate in saying there are those women out there. But I mm-hmm. think also what happens is, is I think mentally in our minds, we start to misconstrue and make up things just Mm. like okay i'm gonna give an example you know how women they'll do the thing and they'll be like oh i can change him Mm. i will be the one to change him to make him a different person i think there are those men that in their mind they're so much of a narcissist they're so much after the chase of power that in their minds they start to misconstrue and start to be like oh all these women start off saying no, but they don't mm. really mean it. Like, that's not what they mean. And the thing is, too, it's unfortunate, but yet true. Men have also, this doesn't, this ain't got no race attached to it. This is men in general have been taught that they are supposed to go out and get what they want and conquer. Mm. And that includes women. And so I think in their minds, they feel like this is what they're supposed to do. So they don't see the wrongdoing in it. And then you add money and power and onto you add, that. And you add all that onto it, it starts to just, you know, implode. And I think that that's really what's occurring there. Because I feel like what he just said there was, he was essentially justifying what he was doing mm-hmm. because he felt like it was the right thing to do. Because right. he had been told all his life it was the right thing to do and right. wasn't nobody stopping him in that business mm-hmm. to say it was wrong. And it was Which going on all around him. I mean, right, exactly. Because again, just about ladies, to say, we are I not feel... making excuses for. Right. Please, we are not. Yeah, we're not. Not at all. Because I feel like essentially that is the same situation that kind of happened with R. Kelly. I think it started off as something small, and then people just let it go on and go on. Nobody ever said it was wrong. So yeah. in his mind, he feel like what he doing is all right and okay and justified. Mm-hmm. You start to justify it in your mind. Like this is what people do. This is, and you guys, just to be clear, I'm not justifying anything that these people are doing, but what I am not saying is this is how isms start. I mean, essentially it's the same thing, how racism start. Mm-hmm. One person said it was wrong for, and you know, and black people were less than. So then people start to think, oh yeah, you're right. They are less than. So then people start to think, oh, it's okay if I do something disrespectful and totally, uh, illegal outlaw right. because why they less than. So right. I feel like it's the same thing in this case when it comes to women and this, ha- this horrific thing happening to these women mm-hmm. It's because in these people's minds, it's literally embedded in there. Oh, that what I'm doing is justified and okay. Right. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, the P. Diddy finally came out with a statement. Um, what was the day before yesterday? And basically denied, denied, <laughs> denied, you know, of course, and was like, these accusations are completely false. I never did any of these. These women are all going for money grab. And a part of me felt like, I kind of feel like he probably should have just stayed silent. I actually do too. And let me tell you why I feel like he should have should have stayed silent. Because that does not work, especially when was it the day or the next day 
the next they day. They had him on, on like Instagram or TikTok or something. He over there dancing all up and down his hallways, drinking yeah. like something and having a good old time and, you know, just diddying. That right. apology that diddy or, or love? whatever it is that you call it doesn't work when right. you did that because you just made a whole show. Right. Like, it, it, that's what I, I just feel like. I feel like that's something his PR team tried to come up with, but it was an epic fail. Or it probably wasn't even his PR team. Again, this is a man with money and power, and he probably like, I don't care what my PR team said. I'm about to go in there. I'm about to deny everything. You know what I mean? He, this could have been a, a choice that he made on his own to do. You know, I don't know. Is this me? I probably just would have kept my mouth closed because my thing is you said enough when you settle immediately. That spoke louder than anything you could have, any statement you could have said or anything like that. People looked at that and said, oh, well, he did it. She Cassie came out with this one day. The very next day she was getting her money. So I just feel like since that spoke so loudly, him coming out with a statement saying he didn't do it. Of course you would do that. What you supposed to do? Come out and say, oh, you know what? I did do everything. No, I mean, <laughs> no one was expecting you to do that. You know what I mean? So I just feel like in that situation, he probably just should have just stayed quiet. I mean... Um, I don't luck. like saying that paying immediately means that because there are many times people no, I don't pay, but pay immediately. to the public eye, to yeah. the public eye. You know what I'm saying? Like the per se social media and just being a celebrity, which is so unfortunate, but perception is everything. Perception rule it all. So by him paying like that and so quickly, people perceived oh he did it even though it can very well not mean that you know what i'm saying it could more so some people's like okay she's asking for money just get her out of here i want her out of 30 million dollars is chump change to a p diddy okay that's like 25 cent give her the it money really, get her, it, get her it, out of it, here it really it really definitely it definitely was yeah. chump change and the thing is especially to a billion dollar man 30 million right. is definitely Change. change, but um, but what I'm going to say is, is I think actually his settling was a PR move too, and I'm I'm going to explain to you. Okay, so you guys, I'm going to explain to you like a little bit of legalities of why I'm saying I feel like this was a PR move. Nine times out of ten, one people settle because why? It's cheaper. Just mm -hmm. pure public. Okay, mm -hmm. it's it's cheaper on both ends. It's cheaper. Okay. Two, the other reason why people people settle is because settling usually guarantees you a NDR, meaning Cassie can't really speak about it, which <laughs> clearly is the case because you haven't heard Cassie say anything. Right. Okay. The other thing is, is that when you do a settlement, nothing becomes public knowledge. <laughs> public details outside of what people have kind of said kind of happened in the court or etc. Nothing can actually come out. Why? Because it wasn't there was no like real actual full trial that occurred because of the fact that he settled. And this is most of the time why people settle is because when people go to trial, everything becomes public. It becomes yeah. public knowledge. You can find it. At this point, I can bet you five years down the line, people probably not even gonna remember because why it was settled. Yep. And this is usually what happens. And this is actually, if you really think back, this is essentially what happened in the R. Kelly case. So my question with that being R said, do you think maybe that's why all these other women came forth? Because in their mind, oh, well, let me just get this bag. No, let me, I don't want to say that. No, again, because no, I, I don't want to put it. I, I don't know. It's just something. I don't. I guess I'm I just can't. playing a little devil's advocate. I'm now no, no, to no, these no, women no, who no, did. No. I'm not saying don't it didn't happen. Uh, just to I'm be just, very clear, though. 
that always occurs and they already know that opens the door for that that mm-hmm. once you have one person come forward then another other people will come forward and say this yeah. happened and this happened to me right yeah so but the thing is is that usually what happens is is that the very first person who does it, they end up getting the most money anyway, regardless. So Cassie was the first. I can guarantee you she's going to be the person that got the most money, okay? Mm-hmm. So second thing is is that usually lawyers in this case, especially ones that are looking to do the right thing, what they're looking for is the person that can't be denied. Meaning there is one person where the allegations were so terrible that it becomes less civil and more of a criminal situation mm-hmm. to therefore he can't get out of it because that that's that's essentially what makes it like where the different this this is only for the lawyers that are really like their goal is we are trying to make the difference here they're trying to look for the person who is it that can't be denied like Would it's that undeniable be my 17 year old that you're just right. came Right. Yeah. Like if it's like a 17 year old or something like that, that's like, okay, this can't be denied because this is criminal and you could go to jail regardless. Mm-hmm. That's essentially what they kind of look for. And so, yes, they do know people are going to continue to come out the woodwork. And part of it, that could also be a PR on Cassie's team side, too, because the whole thing is to actually to justify her to say, see, this is actual reality. All of these women had this occur. It wasn't like it was a lone Cassie situation. Yeah. So Well, hopefully these women get the, you know, if this again, these are all allegations. Hopefully this woman get these women get the justice that they deserve. Um, with every woman out there that's been sexually or mentally or verbally just abused, period. So with that being said, we did have somebody that wrote in, sent us a DM and asked us to speak on this. This is the, and it's, it was crazy. I actually, this was written in like a week or two ago, but I said, I mentioned it or bring it up. It worked. I said, I let me hold on this and wait till we have something that's, you know, has to do with this subject. And here we are. So this is somebody that wrote in anonymously, but they said, hello, my name is Markeisha writing from Hayward, California. Um, I have a boyfriend that I've been with for five years and has physically and verbally uh, and has been physically and ver- verbally abusive. Um, Juju, I heard you talk about being in a relationship like this before in one of your podcasts. I can't seem to break away from him. It's like he has some type of hold, mental hold on me. How do I break free and get out of this relationship? Woo. Um, I can only talk about my own experience. And again, we are not professional. We are not therapists, Sam and I. So this is not medical advice, but uh, we can only speak from maybe personal experiences. And um, years ago, between the ages of 17 and 20, I was in a very uh, physical and verbal abusive relationship with a young man. And I was in that relationship, as you can see, like for three years. Um, it took a year before he even started putting his hands on me because I'll never forget this one day we was in the car and he has said, I said something to him, but you know, I got a mouth on me. I can be a little reckless with my tongue. You feel me? And um, he said, he said, um, you won't be talking to me like that for long. And I was like, what? And he just kind of laughed and was like, you ain't going to be talking to me like that for long. So I, at, in that moment, I didn't know 
what he meant. I'm like, oh, whatever, nigga. <laughs> you know, just right. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? And um, I want to say maybe six months later, I we was in an argument, and I said something. Next thing you know, I thought the bop blood splashed across my dashboard. Um, he had busted my lip. And um, now literally, I just kind of like sat there and he just kept on driving. Like he was just driving Miss Daisy. Like he looked at me and he kept on driving. He ended up driving himself home. Like he was in my car. He drove himself home, parked the car, looked at me, pulled my neck in. And that when I say that fool kissed me, why blood is dripping from my, my mouth? Like he just gave me this big fat, like just kiss and was like, I love you. Don't make me have to do that again. And I want to say it was in that moment where it was like, ew, I know you guys is like, what the hell? Like I would have ran for the hills, but I come from a family to where I've seen women get um, mentally and physically abused all the time. Um, I've seen it from my mom. I've seen it from my aunties. Um, and so I, I don't think, I believe I calculated that as being love because they stayed in those relationships and I watched them get abused mentally and verbally. And so when he kissed me, it was almost like, Oh my God, we're blood bonded. You know, it was so stupid how I thought about it. And mind you, I was young, insecure. I wasn't completely, I didn't quite know or grasp who I was as, I mean, I was a young girl. I was, like I said, between the ages of 17 and 20. So I wasn't, I can't even say I was, I wasn't even a woman yet. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't even know myself, let alone what I knew was acceptable and unacceptable in a, you know, real relationship. And so after that one time, it never stopped. I mean, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. It was times I still was like, you ain't going to keep hitting me. Boo. I mean, but he, I didn't have black eyes. I didn't had uh, fractured jaws. I didn't have busted lips. I didn't been pushed down. Um, he done threatened to run me over in my car. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it has been, and I mean, he talked to me all type of crazies and all type of stuff. And and I remember sitting in my room and saying, like, God, I'm not going to leave him. Like, this man was just doing whatever he wanted to do. He was still in my car. He was, you know, just all type of crazy stuff. But I said to God, I said, God, I'm not going to leave him. You're going to have to do something because I can't leave him. Because so that mental hold you say that you that you feel you have, I completely understand it. I don't know how old you are. You didn't specify, um, but I'm hoping that you know. Well, it doesn't matter how you know whether you're young or old, whatever. It's it's. But if you're still young, young, you still have a chance to get out and still kind of grow through that experience. I feel like as you old, when you older, have an experience that sometimes it, it gets a little harder to pull away because then it's the feelings of well, I don't want to be alone or I don't know if I'll find anybody else type of thing that you struggle with, but. I don't want to thank goodness that I experienced that at such a young age because I was able to grow out of that. And, but I still suffer a lot of trauma from it. I mean, how I, I wouldn't even say I got out of it. He got out of it. He broke up with me and I'll never forget the day he came to my house at the time I had an apartment in San Leandro and, um, and he came over to the house and he was like, I don't want to be with you no more. And I was like, why? Can you believe it? Crying. Why? You know what I mean? What did I do? This fool tossed me on the ground, looked at me in the face, spit directly in my face and said, no one would ever fuck with your fat ass unless you pay it. 
And to this day, sometimes I still work through that. I had to work through that with many relationships after him because I find myself paying for this, paying for that, taking care of folks. Because in the back of my mind, he said, ain't nobody going to fuck with you unless you paying, Drew. Like, period. That's, and he was like, that's the only reason why I fuck with you. You know what I mean? And so I, I used to say, God, why did you have to get rid of him like that? But he had, I know God had to do something that extreme for me not to want to double back. Because I wouldn't have been able to live with myself had I went back after he done spit in my face and then, you know, said these things to me. So my advice to you would be, you're going to wake up one day and you're going to either one or two things going to happen. You're going to get up and say, you know what? I got to get out of this. Or you're going to get up and you're going to say, Lord, I need you. Like when I tell you I prayed, I said, Lord, I need you to get him out of my life because he had this hold on me. I couldn't break free. I couldn't do it on my own. So that would be my other source of advice to you. I don't know if you believe, I don't know what your religious background is or uh, your faith, but um, who or whatever you may pray to, or, you know, just ask them to help you pull away. I needed to do that because I wasn't mentally strong to get out of it myself. Um, Sam, is there any, do you have any um, advice? Well, or? I've been more or less in more of verbal abusive relationships. And um, don't get me wrong. I actually, um, I have been uh, physically abused too, like to the point where I actually whole fractured a tailbone, like mm-hmm. went to the ER, all the stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like they sat there asking me all the questions. I was like, no, 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 no. Like making up stories, you doing all the stuff. So, um, but the thing is, what I will say this is, I think it was 3000 times harder for me to recover from the mental abuse mm-hmm. than it was the physical. Um, because literally I, I can honestly, I can tell y'all story right now. This is, this is no, no joke, no joke. Uh, Julia can attest to it. Mm-hmm. So literally, you know. I was going to start off like trying to be anonymous. Julie told me a story one time, right? This is about somebody I was dating. And literally she was like, oh, well, you know, he was like, the only reason why he was dating you was for your face. Mm. Because he dated the other person for their body. When I tell y'all that has lived rent free in my mind mm. for so long and it had nothing it had to do with a, some of like just constant mental abuse. And this is literally yeah. from childhood, not even from particularly a relationship about dealing with weight and about how people yes. have verbally just uh, attacked me abusively dealing with weight that that one comment, even though that particular person may not have meant yeah. to be that way. It was how it was received. Yeah. And so that's why when Julia says to you, like, she still be working through it. Like, still. We, me, even even in the relationship I'm in now, I still. That's what I was going to say. I'm in a relationship I'm in now. And I'm telling you right now, y'all, my husband loved me for every fault, every fault Mm -hmm. I got. Okay. But that literally lives there and I feel bad because my husband got to live through that because I still live with that like but the thing is that's the hardest thing so just know I want whoever this person is to realize man you might be able to walk out of that physical situation 
But no, that's not the end. That's the beginning of your mm-hmm. work. Because yep. you are going to be working for I don't know how long to try to get through this. Yeah. Because it's trauma is a lot to unpack. I don't know who made up the phrase sticks and stones may break my bones when words will never hurt me. Because they like, lied. Yeah. And they must never got their feelings hurt or never been in a traumatizing yeah. situation because yeah. I would rather like- you throw sticks and stones at me because that's going to yeah. heal. You know, that's going to yeah. heal over a little bit of time. time. But yeah. just the verbal abuse of it, like even his physical abuse, I don't, you know, it don't bother me. It's, what he is those words at the end that to this day, I literally have to catch myself like, and then this is even goes to even not just with in my romantic relationships, just in my friendships as well. You know what I'm saying? I have to catch myself and say, okay, Jew, why are you doing this? Is you doing this because you feel like you need to, you need them to love you more. I want you to be their friend more. Like, why are you spending this? Why are you getting this? Why? Like, I literally have to go through this, like, pep talk with myself. I mean, besides the fact that I'm just a generous person, I'm a strong believer in you bless others and God will bless you 10 times more, which is very fact because God has definitely been a blessing in my life. And I feel like a lot of it is because of my giving spirit. However, there's a line between you just being a generous giving person and you being someone who's like thinking like, let me get this, get that, get that so they can love me, so they can want me. So they can. I literally still battle with that with my romantic relationship and with my friendships because that statement that he made to me, like Sam said, literally lives rent free in my mind to this day that I'm still working through. I'm still growing through, you know what I'm saying? So it, it takes work to work on yourself, but you have to be willing to do it. You have to be willing to do it. Right. And it's not easy. It's definitely not easy. Like, Mm -hmm. like I said, I'm still like Julie just said, she's still working through it. She still got to go through it. I literally do. Y'all, I literally will sometimes pick and choose and be like, you know what? Yeah. So I might not go to that event because I'm Mm -hmm. not feeling the way I'm looking right now. And I know that part of that is that in the back of my mind. Yeah. Like it's me just questioning everything because that's in the back of my mind or I will be like, oh my God. I would be like, my face car ain't on point. So I really can't I've go. never I've seen a day where Sammy C face car wasn't on point. I just want to put that out there. Again, my opinion don't matter because it's all about how you feel about yourself on the inside. I get it. But I myself have yet to witness, excuse me, yet to witness a day I, when Sammy C face car was not on point. Boom. But that's the craziness of how much something can have a hold of you mentally. Mm-hmm. That it's like, I am totally, I can't see what it is that Julia and everyone else sees. Yeah, the world. Like, the literally. world sees actually Sammy me see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. The world. But on that note, thank you guys again for this season of rocking with us, our, you know, one or two listeners. <laughs>
It's more than one or two. But, you know, we do understand that this is a journey and we have been enjoying every single minute and step of it. Um, but uh, this isn't the end. Like I said, this is just the last episode for this season, the last episode for year 2023. We will be hitting you back up in 2024 with a season two of All Talk No Chaser. And again, continue to keep writing, writing in and Please getting our unprofessional opinions and <laughs> life experiences. And um, if you want to jump on, jump on the show and stuff and just, you know, kiki and maybe you might have some advice or a testimony that you might feel that, you know, the people need to hear. We want to hear from you. Um, we love y'all. We love the ones who support us and listen to us when, um, when we, um, Put, post our podcast. Um, send me season anything that you want to say to our peoples out there. Yes, you guys. Thank you for supporting us. And I hope you guys have a wonderful and happy holiday. And we cannot wait to see you in the new year. So have a yes. wonderful new year. Okay. Um, and we are hoping to just grow and get bigger and better and hope yes. y'all love it threaten and telling everybody about us okay yes please um thank you guys again happy holidays to everyone we love you and see you in 2024 baby peace out all right bye